New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hello, everybody. I'm Andrea Donsky and Lisa, my co-host, is away today. So I am going to be talking to you solo today and I am going to be interviewing somebody who I have so much respect for and I admire and I've known for a very long time and at Naturally Savvy, we are very picky who we choose to work with. And one of my biggest passions is being able to share healthier choices with all of you, but also introducing you to the people who are behind the brands that we work with, behind the companies that we give our big thumbs up to. And today I'm going to be interviewing Nima Fotovat. He is the founder, one of the co-founders of Made Good Foods. And I'm very excited to have you on the show, Nima, because I really want to talk about why you started Made Good. What are some of the philosophies behind you and the brand and your, you know, your sisters and just, you know, get right into it and share the amazingness of Made Good. So welcome to Naturally Savvy Radio. Thank you so much. Uh, hi, everybody. And thank you for having me on. I'm excited to uh, to uh, do this with you and to share a little bit about uh, our journey and uh, how we got here. I love it. All right. So let's start with how you got here. I think that's a really good segue. So tell us the story behind Make Goods and why you decided to start the company. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, it, it's an endeavor. My sisters and I started about... Uh, uh, six years ago, um, literally uh, from my parents' basement and uh, looking looking at the market and looking at something to do and uh, and having young children myself at the time and uh, you know both my wife and I are being really wanting to you know as most parents if not all parents you want the best for your children so um, mm-hmm. looking for a, a better for you product minimally processed. Obviously, where possible, using uh, you know just fruits and vegetables. Uh, but knowing kids uh, wanting to have treats, uh, you can't hide. Uh, you know, it's not a universe uh, we can hide from them. And then mm-hmm. we had we we were also faced with uh, some restrictions around uh, what can go in lunch boxes into schools. So all of those pieces uh, uh, pointed to us that there may be uh, an opportunity come up with a product, come out with a product that meets the the picky parents' uh, requirements around nutrition and health, the school's requirements around uh, uh, being safe around allergies, so it's all-inclusive, and uh, uh, most importantly, uh, you got to get the kids' approval. So um, uh, having, having, a, having products that taste great and that mm-hmm. kids want to eat, um, and I have two, two taste testers at home. So, uh, that's <laughs> built-in kind of marketing uh, research team. Uh, exactly, exactly. So that's the that's where the idea came from, as to what to do, and then really the rest of it is about uh, in 2013 or 2012, late 2012, early 2013. It was about building it all, so uh, doing everything from product development, which my sister did, ingredient sourcing, um, you know finding the hidden veggies, how do we sneak in some vitamins from vegetables in there. I uh, mm-hmm. wanted to make sure it's organic. So, uh, And then building the facility because we want it to be a safe product for everybody. So building a facility that um, we controlled end-to-end as far as allergens were concerned and building a supply chain that also had the same restrict 
uh, strict uh, protocols around allergens. So all of that uh, came together and we launched Made Good in 2014. Amazing. And how did you come up with the name? Well, uh, uh, that's a very good question. We, we uh, hired uh, an agency uh, to help us with the name. Name Coming up with names is not easy as there are uh, multiple challenges. One is there's a lot of good names that are already taken. Um, and uh, number two, you want it to be uh, simple, people remember. And, uh, and uh, we had a list of multiple names, but we couldn't... Uh, None of them really resonated with us, and the the one that was closest was made with, mm, and uh, it still we like we liked it we liked the made, but we didn't like the with. So um, I remember it was the phone in my parents' basement. I had a phone. I was on the call, call with the uh, owner of the agency, saying, "You know what? What can we do with made? How can we take made? Because." Uh, it's you know it's I like I like to start uh, the name with made, and uh, so we we decide you know back and forth he came up with good and I'm like you know what that makes sense good good, you know you don't say food is great food is good and that's where because it's food we chose it even though grammar grammar wise it's made great you should say made great or made well we uh, we chose good because. It uh, good is associated with food. That's where mm. we, and then the two O's kind of came together in the logo, more as a as a consequence of making a square logo versus anything else. Hmm. Well, I love the name, and oh, no you're right. There's so many plays there. in it. <laughs> no, but that is a great story. You know, it took time, and you're right. It's hard to come up with a name, and I love that there's so many plays on the on the name. So I think. Um, grammar or not, I think it's a great name and one that resonates. It's simple. So congrats on that. I think that's really cool. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the environment. Now, Nima, obviously I, I have known you for a very long time. And one thing that stands out you know, from you and your sisters is really your ethics and your morals and your values and everything that you do and stand for as human beings have really put into, have been put into your company. So talk a little bit about that because as I mentioned in the intro, it's very important to us at Naturally Savvy that we work with awesome people and people who have the same way of doing things, same way of thinking that we do. And, and you, you really go way, way over and above anything that I've ever seen. So talk what, you know, a little bit about that in terms of personal and as well as how you brought that into your company. For sure. Well, in, in uh, my parents' birthday, as we were, my sisters and I were drafting kind of the, the the ideas around the new company and the new brand. One thing we said we want to make sure we do is we want to create a triple bottom line company. So, yes, it's important to be profitable because without profit we can't survive and invest in the future. But at the same time, we wanted to make sure we have a pillar around people and community and a pillar around the planet and the environment. And uh, focusing on the planet and the environment has been, uh, you know, choosing organic to me uh number one it it's uh it's a it's one simple way to commit to help the environment because of or organic agriculture is a lot less uh intrusive to the environment so that's one way that we you know uh step one um we've kind of throughout the years have added as we got as we uh, uh 
go, you know, have gotten through different stages of our business, we've added more and done more around what giving, you know, doing the right thing around the environment. So packaging-wise, all 100% of our cardboard packaging is FSC certified, so that's sustainable forest uh, certified. Um, on the flexible packaging, unfortunately, flexible packaging is one thing that is not recyclable. However, it's something that we are working really hard with a few scientists right now to see if we can find a way to to make the uh, the uh, uh, not just compostable but biodegradable. But that's maybe a, a, mm. you know I'm I'm hoping to have some good news around that. Uh, as far as what we do in our own facility. Well, we were a couple of years ago we started an initiative uh, of of becoming zero uh, zero waste certified. So we took a baseline, which was our 2017 waste cre- uh, waste that was created at our facility, and we were able to reduce that by 90% in 2018 and 2019. So and uh, and we were able to get the uh, certification now. Uh, there wasn't a certifier in Canada, so so some of these things, some of these undertakings, take a lot more than just calling somebody to to get uh, certification. And the good thing about being certified is that um, you we learn about best practices, right? So having an organization that has studied what it means to be zero waste, and they say here are things you can do to get there. It's a way to shortcut. Instead of us coming up with ways, let's learn from what the best practices are. And that's why we wanted mm-hmm. to get certified. And uh, we found an organization in the U.S., but they didn't have anybody in Canada hmm. to do certification. So we then had to take a step back and find an environmental uh, engineering agency here, firm here, that was willing to go through the process of being able to certify companies in Canada, convince them to do that. So this process really started in 2015, 2016, because we had to uh, first get a certifier here in Canada to be able to certify us and then work with them to get certified. And throughout the process, we we started early on implementing these uh, these changes within the organization so that we could, by the time they were ready to uh, audit us, we were uh, able to provide them, uh, you know, we were ready to do the audit. And uh, last year we had a silver uh, um, grade, and this year we're moving towards uh, uh, a gold grade. So, again, it's it's a, it's purely a measure of tonnage diverted from landfills, and the number one thing we can do is reduce wow. um, and then recycle. So that's kind of I mean, one of the kudos. initiatives that's interesting. Uh, the other thing that uh, we're working on is around greenhouse gas uh, emissions, and we've part- partnered up with ClimateWise, which is an organization here in northern Ontario. Again, partnering up with an environmental organization, the advantage of that is they have a playbook. They have best practices. We don't right. have to figure these out um, ourselves we can go there okay what do companies like what can we do what are some of the low-hanging fruits that we can uh, we can attack and uh, put in place so that we can reap the benefits right away so uh, we partnered up with them last year and we're starting to address 
our greenhouse gas emissions. So that's the other angle, that's the other area that we're working on. The third pillar of that is our uh, our supply chain. So working with suppliers that share the same values because that's we are buying from them and we can influence. Mm-hmm. We have a choice. I think the number one way we can change the world is vote with our dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, well put said. our money where things are changing in the in the right direction. And us as a business, we can also do that. Consumers can do that by buying the right products, and businesses can do that by buying and partnering with the right companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, very well said, and you're right, Nima. And then consumers can do that by deciding what products they want to buy off the shelf. And that's why it's so important, speaking to someone like yourself, is for people to really understand who is behind the brand, who's behind Made Good, and why it's such an exceptional product, let alone the fact that you know, the product itself is delicious and has a whole first serving of vegetables in it. I mean, all the other amazing things that are made good. So I think, you know, speaking to you and hearing from you is, is amazing. Uh, you know, I'm curious, what are some of the common common questions that you get from consumers, you know, or sometimes some feedback that you get? Because I would think that, you know, consumers are raving about your products, but I'm curious what, what exactly you're hearing from consumers who are buying Made Good or who just learned about Made Good for their kids. Yeah, so on on uh definitely on the uh we hear a lot uh from parents who it resonates with us because we're parents as well. So we get how uh, uh you know, we first and foremost the product has to provide a solution and I think that's the number one thing we hear is uh parents who uh a with food allergies, they found something that uh, their kids love and uh uh, it, they don't. The taste is, you know, they can share it with their friends who don't have allergies, and everybody loves them. So it's an all-inclusive product. Uh, B with just parents who want to give uh, something healthy to their kids, and they 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 love it. And you know, we do a lot of uh, uh, consumer events. Uh, my wife is actually at the uh, at the CNE, which is an event here in Toronto, this week. And we get a lot of families that come to our booth, and they are uh, uh, they are super excited when they see us, and the kids uh, scream and uh, with joy, and they've 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 found made good. So that that's great to see. Uh, on the constructive side, we do get uh, we actually, which is great, we do get uh, consumers who are again passionate about the environment, saying to us, when are we gonna? What are we going to do with the with the packaging as far as the the wrappers, mm-hmm. the plastic packaging, and that's that's a big priority for us as far as uh, what can we do to solve that? And obviously, if there was a solution out there, we would have used it. Obviously, right. uh, everybody is facing the same challenge. Um, it's not like uh, there is a solution, and we can uh, we just have to buy it. It's just fine. It's finding the solution that can still maintain the shelf life and the food quality and safety, but at the same time um, uh, be safe for the environment. So that's kind of an area uh, that uh, we can throw, we can continue to work towards. Hmm. Now, one thing I, I find so commendable and that being Canadian, I'm so proud of is that you're a Canadian company and now you're selling in the U.S. and I'm guessing other places too. Talk a little bit about the amount of growth you know, it, your growth at Made Good and how it's just 
people are people are flocking to you guys because they want these products. So I think that's an important thing to share because I think that shows it's a testament to how incredible the brand and the product is. Yeah, the growth has been, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe, but uh, for us as well, um, especially for us because we're in it every day, so we don't necessarily notice how much uh, we have grown in a short period of time, but uh, we we have and uh, we do sell in the U.S. and uh, we love uh, doing business there. And there's a lot of consumers and a lot of fans that we have in the U.S. And now we have this year, we, later this year, we're launching in the U.K. and Germany. Um, so uh, we think that there are families all over that can uh, that can that will enjoy the product. And uh, and that we can, there are many communities that we can get involved with in, in turn. And yes, we have grown. I think one of the most beautiful things to see is, you know, the, the Riverside or the Made Good family, um, which was really just the three of us, my sisters and I, that started. And we had, yesterday, we had an event um, at Canada's Wonderland. So you know how... Oh, cool. It was a family event for for all for all the employees and their families, and 700 people showed up. So, from the Riverside family, so that was great uh, to see everybody with their family, their children come, and we we hosted everyone and had lunch oh, there. Awesome. So it's uh, it's it's great to to see and to be a part of, and um, you know, it's a lot of families that we. We touch, and that's why it's important for us to take care of. First, they say you got to take care of your own home. So mm-hmm. we got to make sure we take care of the people who work here. Uh, make sure it's a fun environment. It's a safe environment. It, there's opportunity to grow. There's opportunity to learn, and uh, and uh, you know that's that's the first responsibility. And I and I think uh, we're. We're happy doing it, and we enjoy doing it. And as we grow, the model is simply just try to keep keep the same values, keep the same culture, and hopefully we'll continue. We'll be able to continue to remain independent and grow while maintaining uh, our values. That's going to be the biggest uh, challenge for us: is is to really to not lose that, and to and, and our, a lot of energy we're putting towards maintaining our values and culture as we mm-hmm. grow. I have no doubt that you'll be able to do it, Nima. I mean, you and your sisters are incredible. And knowing you, I know that, you know, as much as I hear you, of course, you know, at the bigger you grow, the harder it is. But I, I know if anyone can do it, you yeah. guys can. So tell me what's next for Made Good. I mean, so many amazing things have been, you know, that you have seen over the last several years. And where do you see Made Good in five years from now? Well, um, I think for what uh, what I I like to see is I like to see us being accessible to more families um, across Canada and the U.S. So how can mm-hmm. we take Made Good and make it more accessible, affordable, um, mm-hmm. uh, in more places, and and then um, really that's on the on the on the sale, on the you know, on the sales side of it, distribution uh, the side yeah. of it, distribution side of it, and on on the um, on the people side of it. Really, one thing that I 
have realized as we have gone through this journey so far in the first five, six years of this journey is that um, as an individual, I can do only so much. Me, myself, I can only do so much. I can do stuff, but I can only do so much to make a difference. But when when we are 300, 400 people and we're a business, we can do a lot more. So the mm-hmm. the responsibility for for a business is a lot is a lot higher than for an individual as well but on the other hand the things we can do is are a lot greater so where i see us in the next 5 years is really leading the way in 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 uh, uh in social and environmental uh res- stewardship or responsibility uh, in a business and then sharing that with other businesses and and working with other our suppliers and customers and partnering with them and finding ways that collectively we can we can uh, tackle some of the uh, issues that uh, that we face i think you know we got to use every means possible you know you we have government who's trying to do things we have individuals we have non for profits everybody's you know everybody's got responsibility businesses have a have a responsibility as well, and I think businesses collectively, hopefully together, we can we can come together and put competition aside and uh, and uh, work towards the greater good. And that's where I I hope as we grow. And I think the some of that has to do with scale because it's harder to do when you're smaller. But as we grow and gain the scale and the ability to hopefully the the resources to do that, we can we can uh, we can be more of a, ch- a change leader in, in this space or, or, or learn from other companies. And there are so many other companies that are doing some fantastic work, which is what I am amazed about and what I, uh, uh, and, and what I learn about every day and try to see what have others done that has worked well and we can learn from them and implement here. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the five-year the five, five vision for us, obviously, it's back to the triple bottom line. So we need the profit, we need the growth because that's going to sustain us. But the result is going to be the the the, the success is going to come from how what have we done on the people and the planet side. Now I love that you say that, and I love by the way that you have that triple bottom line that everybody you know you're in business to make money, obviously, but then you have those other variables as well that it's not just one thing like it is for a lot of companies. So that to me, you know, it, it's such a amazing way of looking at business and running your business. All right. So I'm going to ask you this one last thing is you said you talked about distribution, you talked about people with that five-year plan, but what about products? So you're constantly researching and developing and coming out with new products. Are, are we going to see new product launches from new made good in the next five years as well, which I'm, I'm guessing yes, but wanted to, to just, I felt like we talked distribution, we talked people, but I felt that one part, but one missing part was yes. the product. So I'd love you to just talk about that. Yes. Uh, for sure, I I uh, I am a big uh, products guy. I I go into stores and I'm like, oh, we maybe we should make this under made good and make that under made good. And the innovation <laughs> and our R and D team is is like they they don't want to see me anymore. But um, we definitely have a lot. <laughs> we definitely have a lot of products in the pipeline. Um, uh, 
you know, we want to make made good is about making uh, products that consumers love and enjoy, and but make them better with nutrients that are safe for everybody to use. So, we've started with granola bars and then granola minis, and have crispy squares and cookies. But uh, we want to do, we want to, and and we have now granola, loose granola. So, our we we believe we're going to have a much wider portfolio and a deeper portfolio of products. By wider, I mean more categories. And by deeper, I mean more variety. So, for example, in cookies, we want to do more cookies, not just the current mini soft baked cookies, but different types of cookies. So we're working on all sorts of cookies um, to, to come out over the next two to, two to three years. Um, well, the- and that's kind of the, that's the depth of the product portfolio. And then the wide, the width of the product, product. So what other product types can we get into now? The challenge it's it's going to be a little bit slower for us doing the adding the product lines because we like to make everything ourselves here. Unlike most mm-hmm. products you see on shelf that are made by the co-packers or others, we like to manufacture everything here, which means we have to invest in the space and the equipment and the technology to make the product here. So it requires a little bit more time and studying to do. However, the advantage of that is we control end-to-end the food safety, product quality, and we're sure of what we're producing and putting out there under Made Good. I love it. Exactly. You have control of all of that, which is great. And by the way, the reason why, you know, when you go into the store and you see everything, you're like, I want that, I want that. That's because you're a typical entrepreneur and entrepreneur are the visionaries and we're the ones that we want everything, right? You're like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. And that's why you have a good team. They're like, wait, we need to streamline. So it's total like you're an entrepreneur i love it <laughs> that's great yeah, so yeah. Diva, you know is there anything else you want to share with our audience before we end today's interview um i think uh, uh, just a couple of things i think one consumers have a lot of uh, uh a lot of power today versus 20 years ago um through social media through access to information and learning about companies, what are they doing, holding companies accountable, voting with their dollars. So me, I'm just saying about myself as an individual, as a consumer, uh, I'm saying I, I'm seeing myself as I, I, I do have a, I do have the ability to to vote with my dollars. So I think that's really uh, an important change that has happened and that will continue to happen. Um, uh, into the future, so I think uh, the, to to listeners, the, to me that it's an optimistic view of the world and where we're going. The other thing I want to say is um, around the environment is I am of the optimistic type, where I think uh, there are in there are many people who are looking for solutions, who are implementing, who understand that we need to make changes, and who are and and the human uh, ability to innovate and come up with solutions under pressure, I think will help mm-hmm. us come up with some innovative solutions over the next few years to help uh, uh, the crisis that we have right now with the environment. So I am optimistic around that. And I think consumers are, you know, with with what's happening around science and innovation and with consumers having access to more information and being able to uh, vote with their dollars. The combination of the two, I see with those two, I see uh, a brighter future versus listening to the news feed, which doesn't look that promising. 
Yeah, well, well said, Nima. So for everyone, well, if you want to find out... Much of a, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that, I mean, that wasn't much of a, a pitch on Made Good. It's more about my... The environment, my, my yeah. view of the future, but the environment. But I think, again, as I said, I view business as a vehicle in, in a greater mission. We're not, you know, our mission is not to... Uh, uh, make products and and, uh, and and make a profit of it. That's not just what we're here to do. We can do more than that, and that's why uh, I have. Uh, that's where the the view of the future I think is important for a business leader to have and to try to align our business towards that. And that's why consumers need to be buying made good products because it not only does it obviously help the company grow, but it also helps that vision of the future, of the environment, of the world, of making better and doing good, right? It's made good and we're doing good. So I think, I think it was, like I said, really well said, Nima. And, and that just, you know, another reason to be buying made good products. And if, for those of you who want to find uh, more about made good and Nima and his sisters, you can go to madegoodfoods.com. You can also find them on Twitter and Instagram at madegoodfoods. And on Facebook as well. So Nima, thank you so much. I, you know, always love speaking to you and love hearing about what's happening at Make Good. And I appreciate you coming on our show. Well, thank you for having me on. It was always a pleasure. And thank you for all the kind words. Much appreciated. <laughs> My pleasure. I'm Andrea Donsky, and you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Like us on all social media at Naturally Savvy, at Andrea Donsky, at Health Media Gal One, and at Radio MD. Thanks for listening, everyone, and snack healthy, make healthier choices, and buy made good. Stay well.